You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. She's got the news. She talks with newsmakers. She encourages us to laugh, and she cries with us. Speaking truth to power and questioning authority daily, it's the Nicole Sandler Show. Put Trump in jail. That Trump is no damn good. The warden threw a party in the county jail. The prison band was there and they began to wail. The band was jumping and the joint began to swing. You should have heard an opt-out jailbird sing. Let's rock. Everybody, let's rock. Everybody in old cell block. Was dancing to the jailhouse rock. Spider Murphy played the tenor saxophone Sleepy Joe's blowing on the slide trombone The drummer boy from Illinois went crash boom bang The whole rhythm section was a purple gang Let's rock Everybody let's rock Everybody in full cell block Was dancing to the jailhouse rock Number 47 said to number 3 You're the cutest jailbird I ever did see so it be delighted with your company Come on and do the jailhouse rock with me Let's rock Everybody, let's rock Everybody in whole cell block Goes into the jailhouse rock Rock, 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 rock That is um, uh, Maestro Zikos yet again. We heard from him yesterday, and I thought, you know, it's time to pull out another of his masterpieces. And that one, I guess, was uh, made some time ago. Oh, two weeks ago. 
I guess that's not too long ago uh, because Maestro Zikos was anticipating this. So today, <laughs> today was um, arraignment day. Of course, I you know, I when I think of songs, usually you know the 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 thing the other day with I'm he's so indicted was unusual for me because I came up with a hit, you know, a Pointer Sister song. All I could think of today was just say goodbye. It's Trump's arraignment day to Bruce Springsteen's Independence Day, which is not exactly your um, <laughs> your most famous song of all time, you know. So I'll tell you what, uh, Miss Lori. Laner is out with another one. She she's you know it's like okay this is happening. She's busy, so take it away, Miss Lori. Whoops! Oh ho! Oh, whoa! 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 Hold on! There's some other audio running. Hold on! I need to stop. Uh, where is it coming from? Deal. They are giving you fifty percent. Okay. Oh, I see. I know. I know. It's coming from there. I can get rid of you. Okay. Take two. Take it away, Miss Lori Laner. Is for the way you talk so down. R is for the rally you came from. You, you fucking liar, must have pants on fire. P is for the PP compromise you still perspire. <laughs> Trump collecting money from his base. A con artist and a nutcase. Trump needs an indictment for insurrection incitement. Trump spells F R A U D. Oh, yeah, baby, sing it. Oh, we have a different Lori. F is for the way you F yourself. <laughs> the party that has. Gone to hell. A is your arraignment. More than entertainment. You're illiterate. So A, B, C, D, back tag, you're in. Fraud is all that Trump has made his name. Even his own lawyer says the same. arraignment day everybody it says uh, uh, so <laughs> we you know we rediscovered miss Lori layman uh, laner l-e-h-n-e-r i, I gotta get it right um uh, just you know for yesterday's show because i used to see her on twitter all the time and and then she disappeared i didn't realize she disappeared because you know Ever a lot of people disappeared from Twitter, and I didn't realize. I mean, I knew they were gone, but I, I didn't have a list. You know what I mean? So, I found her on YouTube, and she's been doing this all along. She just once Elmo took over Twitter, she left and she went to TikTok, which I don't do. But so I, I sent her an email, 
And she remembered me because I used to play some of her stuff. Anyway, it looks like she's going to come on the show next week. You know, I'm working it for you because she's really talented. She also does real music, too. So, well, yeah, I, I'm scheming. I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in as we get closer. But anyway, a little bit of musical enjoyment to get the day started. Right. She's got a voice. She can really sing. She's talented, talented and funny as hell. So I'm watching the um, the circus unfold today. And it was a circus, um, it, mostly before they got into the court. Right. The, the, the scene outside with Marge Q, who got shouted down by the counter protesters. Apparently she was there for maybe three minutes and then <laughs> they whisked her away. You know what? Just go away, Marge. Just go away. You know, we didn't even talk really about the uh, the horrible 60 minutes story. Leslie Stahl, come on. You've faltered before, but this was embarrassing. All right, maybe we'll get back to that later. So I do have some stuff. Um, wait a minute. I know I, I okay. So he, when, when Donald Trump walked into the courthouse, I mean, they had it staked out. There, first of all, at Trump Tower, there were, like there were outside of Mar-a-Lago yesterday. I would say there were tens of people there, but more accurately is more like fives. Maybe fives of people there. There were not many people there. In Manhattan, they had the whole city cordoned off. Like, I guess, better to be overly prepared than not prepared enough. But it was a big nothing. Um, down Downtown near the courthouse, there were, uh, according to all reports, more press than there were protesters or counter-protesters. More media people staked out to cover the alleged protests, but there aren't, right? There weren't. And then they had the, the cameras trained on, you know, they did it again. Yesterday, we, I was bitching here about the cameras on the, on the plane and on the gate to Mar-a-Lago. And then I heard everybody else, so I wasn't alone, complaining. Like, had they not learned anything from those two campaigns and the amount of media attention they give this man. You know, um, Joe Biden has been flying around. Have they had a camera trained on his plane? Of course not. Why do they do this with Trump? Why media? MSNBC, you're supposed to be, you know, the good guys here. Supposed to be the key phrase there. They're as guilty of it as the rest of them. So they have people stationed along the route, the, 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 you know, the OJ cams and everything, all decked, you know, watching the, the cars moving along the street. Oh, stop it already. And I'm sitting here watching it thinking, all right, I'm not going to bring on a guest today because we're going to talk about this. But you know what? We are going to bring on a guest. A little later in the hour, Lisa Graves will be here. And, um, First of all, Lisa's always welcome on the show. I will always take her advice. Lisa Graves has is is our our legal expert here on the Nicole Sandler show. Lisa Graves back in the day, well, under uh John Ashcroft in that Justice Department in the W Bush uh administration, she worked there. But before that, she worked under Janet Reno in the Clinton Justice Department. 
in she was a, a deputy assistant attorney general for nominations. So she was up there. She knows the ins and outs and the inner workings. Now, these days, she does amazing work. She spent, when I first met Lisa, she was the executive director of a group called the Center for Media and Democracy. And she still works with them. They're the ones who brought us Coke Exposed. It, they they exposed every, taught us all about the Koch brothers. They taught us all about Alec. They did Alec Exposed. Um, they're the ones, they were an investigative group who did all these uh, projects, uncovering where like all the dark money came from and all that stuff. And these days, she left CMD and founded um, True North Research. They're at truenorthresearch.org doing the same kind of work, a continuation of the work. Now, when Lisa comes on here, she's coming on as Lisa Graves, the person, an individual, not speaking for her organization or anything, just as somebody who has great legal bona fides. She's got, you know, she knows her shit. So um, Lisa will join us. I told her, give me to like the bottom of the hour so we can get through some stuff and then, um, you know, jump on the Zoom. Now I got to find where I put all the stuff, didn't I? I thought I, uh, I thought I saved everything. Oh, I did. All right. So, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I've got shit all over the place on all the different computers. So this clip, I, I'm not even going to bother with the video. You saw it. I mean, here it is. Here's Trump for those of you watching video in the courthouse, looking like his usual orange constipated self. So that's a picture of him that uh, CNN put up. They allowed still photographers in the courtroom for the first few minutes before any of the hearings started to take some pictures. Then they were kicked out. No reporters were allowed in um, to, uh, none of them were allowed in to, um, you know, to be there when, uh, when court was in session, basically. But they, but they had to have something to show us, right? So this, <clears throat> this is the picture we get. Great. Um, <laughs> So we got that going for us. All right, go away, Trump. I'm sick of your face. All right, let's get him out of the picture and and um, come back. So we're watching, you know, waiting for. We saw the the entourage, the motorcade drive up, and then they had a shot trained on the door to the the courthouse, um, and we saw him come in and immediately, you know, they walked in and took a left and went down the hall. And that was it. We didn't hear from him again, see him again until he came out, left the same way, didn't speak, didn't say anything to the people there, um, just got in the car. Uh, the the uh, cameras followed the motorcade back out, not back to Trump Tower, but back to LaGuardia Airport, where the big, ugly Trump jet was sitting, I guess, waiting to whisk him back to Florida so that tonight... Tonight at um, 8.15 or so Eastern, he's going to um, um, make an address of some sort. The question is, who's going to carry it? Who's going to carry it live? So all the, you know, all the the right-wing pretend news channels will. And by the way, Newsmax is back on DirecTV. They, they, um, they, 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 they. Cracked. They gave in. So Newsmax is back on DirecTV for whatever reason. I'm glad I don't give DirecTV my money anymore. 
And um, so he's going to speak. I What they should do is tape it. And then if there's any news that was made, air that. You know, the attorneys went before the cameras today after this hearing. And they just spun bullshit. So I'm not going to play that for you. But here's here's how it went down on MSNBC as Trump came in to the building where, you know, the courthouse where the arraignment was held. When he walked into that courthouse and he was escorted officially, Donald Trump, former president of the United States, front runner for the Republican nomination for president of the United States, yeah. is now under arrest. Uh-oh. We've never seen it before. Uh-oh. It is a sobering moment. And even though he's very consistent, sending out social media posts from the car he saying again, seems so surreal. Wow. They are going to arrest me. Can't believe this is happening in America. It, can't, oh, sorry. I got cut off. Can't believe this is happening in America. He to whatever his I can't say he truthed. He tweeted on his fake Twitter platform. Um, not only that. Oh, it gets worse. The evil spawn, Donnie Jr., um, plus, I believe, Eric and somebody else in that family posted a picture of the judge's daughter on their Truth Social platform. Apparently, Donnie Jr. did it on Twitter, too. I'm, I'm reading from someone's tweet. It's an effort to show the judge has a conflict <clears throat> because his daughter worked for the Biden-Harris campaign. That's not a conflict for the judge, and exposing his family to risk by posting photos like this is completely unacceptable. And then he reposted the story on Breitbart that that contained the photo. What a piece of shit. And again, it wasn't only Donnie Jr. Apparently, Eric did it, and so did Marge Q. Green. You know what? The daughter of the judge has nothing to do with the judge's rulings and the fact that they're basically doxing his daughter. They're outing his daughter and saying, go get her, gang, is disgusting. Now, I understand the, the judge did not, um, uh, you know, say you can't talk about this. The judge apparently didn't warn Donald Trump not to b- run his mouth. And to watch what he says and does. He he said it broadly to both sides. I think he's going to have to bring him back and, and say, um, what's, the, what's the, the, the term? Gag rule? You're not to talk about this? Because as far as I understand, the next day for court is like December 4th. So, um, you know, and they're going to keep running their mouths and doing this crap. Hopefully the judge will call them back in and 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 warn him. But apparently he didn't do it today. But, you know, what I keep noticing is all the fucking hypocrisy. Donald Trump tweet or, you know, he tweet he truth tweeted um, from the car. I can't can't believe this is happening in America. Really? You know what you guys did to America? This is what you did to America. That is the crowd at the Republican National Convention in 2016 
chanting, lock her up. They're talking about Hillary Clinton, who who had didn't break any law, but they wanted to lock her up. I have Michael Flynn saying, yeah, lock her up. I have Donald Trump. Lock her up. That they, you know, that's okay. But actually indicting this guy for crimes he committed, that's not okay. Yeah, gag order. I said, didn't that what I said? I don't know. My brain sometimes doesn't work with my mouth. So there's that infuriating. Yes, it is. Um, But everything about them is infuriating. The hypocrisy. You know, the latest trope, latest anti-Semitic trope. Oh, he's a he's a Soros bought judge or or DA sorry this is about Alvin Bragg he's a he's a Soros bought DA well that's just bullshit on so many levels first of all George Soros did donate money to the New York State Democratic Party I believe didn't donate any money directly to Alvin Bragg's campaign but that it doesn't matter they they're this is their their disqualifier that allegedly George Soros supported your campaign, but they don't have a problem with the Koch brothers or Sheldon Adelson or Uline or any number of really heinous Republican creatures who donate, who donate, who buy campaigns for a lot more money than George Soros has put in. We have one billionaire on our side who, who supports some Democrats. But that's that's a problem. But the Koch brothers, when there were two of them still alive, them buying elections, that's not a problem. Hypocrisy. Go fuck yourselves. My God, I'm so sick of it. Um, all right. Spocko's on the line. Hey, Spocko. Hypocrisy. Oh, wait, Spocko, you, you got to turn your radio down. He's a, um, wait, he's a, no, hold on. Oh, I see where it's coming from. Uh, it's me. It's not you. I blamed Spocko when it, all the time it was me. Okay. Now we can talk. You there? Hello, I'm here. Hi there. Okay. Sorry about that. So, um, um, I, I wanted to call in because, uh, I've been thinking about this for a while was the issue of the gag order. Yeah. And there was uh, no gag order though. The judge right, did not NBC issue a gag reported, order. Um, no gag order, but the judge requests those involved in the case refrain from statements that would incite violence. Right. So as he said, please, the judge Bershon said, please refrain from making statements that would incite violence or civil unrest. So um, I've been thinking about this a lot because, and I'm watching all the various different pundits talk about this and the legal experts. Yeah. Trump's going to keep threatening and intimidating people. I mean, he already That's threatened he the does. judge and his family. Yep. yep. And he's not going to listen to his lawyers about what to say outside the courtroom. He might listen to what he says inside the courtroom, but outside, he's not because he's always benefited from it. He's always Mm -hmm. financially and politically. So I say it's time to flip the script. So my question, my my topic or my uh, point is the people being threatened by Trump and, and by the right should profit financially and politically. And here's a couple of ways how. Just because there was no gag order yet, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that all of those threats aren't real and they are, aren't all still be actionable. And 
I found out that there's, you know, there's a, a violation of a gag order if one it comes out of like $1,500, but it starts the clock. I mean, mm -hmm. he's starting the clock. I say, let's start it now, okay? Everybody who's being threatened, like in New York City, judges, DAs, yep. their families, future people who are going to be on juries, all of them, we should be setting up a way to track these threats and prepare for a civil trial. I mean, like the city of New York has lots of resources. It's their judges, their DAs, their ju potential jurors. All of them can be looking at saying, oh, I'm not just being threatened on social media by Trump. I'm getting a phone call saying, we're going to take you out yeah. if you do this, <laughs> right? as, you know, if you're doing this. All of that can be tracked and it can learn to a civil conspiracy suit, a civil, uh, a case of other kinds of intimidation. Uh, uh, Glenn uh, Kirshner says something about the other types of ways we can get people. Criminally, it's really difficult. So I say, now's the time to get all of these, you know, lawyers who was like, hey, here's a way to make money. We can figure out civil cases. And I, you know, followed up on this. And there's ways that people can have civil conspiracy suits. So that's one way. That's one way to do it. Make it so that we can profit this time. <laughs> Secondly, that would be nice. This, it, yep. this is an opportunity to get Trump and some of those people re-banned on his social media platforms. Okay. And you asked a good question, which was, you know, who's going to cover it? There's a difference between the platforms that he speaks through and what he says through and other people what is something that's coming through a news organization and something that is coming through somebody who's like got a YouTube channel that they're, you know, and, and as you know, YouTube's very good about, you know, we're going to demonetize you. So I wanted to point out to people, remember the Waco rally, there was a, uh, a potential for him to talk about the violence that he was do done with the baseball bat. And yep. he did not his channel, his official channel on YouTube did not stream. Okay. Right. That was because the people at Media Matters put together and said, hey, this is going to violate your policies. This is one of the ways to hold him to his, you know, ongoing thing. It's going to hurt him financially. We're looking at a way so that he can not get all of his messages out the way he does, but also to raising money. I mean, I, you know, Vance doesn't think like this. Vance was on a former secretary, former Manhattan DA. DA. Yep. DA was on Jen Psaki's show. And he said, well, you know, these threats can turn this little case into a bigger case. You know, there could be future gag orders. He could go to jail. He's not thinking about how to hurt Trump in all and his supporters in all these various different ways if he defies a gag order. But I am. Uh -huh. And we should be, and we should be pushing back at these coordinated threats and intimidation campaigns and turn it into something that he doesn't raise money from it. We can make money from it. Right. Well, you know what? I mean, they're just better at that. He's better at the grift because he's a grifter. Did you see what they already did today? You know, Trump got got out of having to have a... Um, a mugshot, right? He didn't have to get a mugshot taken, but they made one up. They fabricated one and he's using it as a fundraiser. And by the way, 
apparently, you know, he's using this to, I don't see it on this, what I have up on the screen, but apparently on the phony mugshot they put together, <laughs> they have Trump at six foot five inches oh. tall. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I just, I just found this out. There is a, um, he was weighed at 170 pounds and, uh, when, where? One. <laughs> when? Uh, this is, I, I just got reported and it, it reported, it was from, um, Alvin. Let's see. What was his name? Uh, it was, he reported out, said, um, uh, uh, Travis Allen, uh, breaking, said New York police had listed Trump's weight at 270 pounds. Oh, 270. 270 okay. is a big difference from 170. 270, oh, yeah, I believe. Okay. So, and, and when I say, and when we say this, okay, so this is good. Every time they're going to talk about Trump's weight, I like to bring up that Ronnie Jackson is yeah. the disgraced former presidential physician, yep. Ronnie Jackson, who's yep. now a representative. He had said Trump weighed 239 pounds and was 6'3". Yes, he okay? did. Yeah. And I always like to remind people that Trump at that point rewarded Ronnie Jackson with a uh, nominated him to be the head of the VA. Yep. Now, yep. Ronnie Jackson was such a horrible head of the what they call the White House um, medical unit that the inspector general of the DA put together this massive report came out in March 2021 um, talking about how he was so bad about this in that he, he interviewed all of the people where he worked there and he said that um, witnesses told uh, Jackson called subordinates you know idiots and lazy effers and mother effers and how he yelled, screamed, and raged at them. And they had six specific incidents in which he failed to conduct himself in, exp explan 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 in a good manner. <laughs> <laughs> I have a word problem gotcha. today. I hear. Um, then he also, they concluded that overall course of conduct disparaged, belittled, bullied, and humiliated subordinates, subordinates and created a negative work environment. He failed to conduct himself and he made it over in a good manner, exemplary, uh, and it made an unfavorable impact on the entire command climate. That okay. report yep. was so damning that he withdrew his uh, chance to. Uh, well, he wouldn't have so been confirmed anyway. The man's a moron. What I want to know is how he was Obama's doctor for at least a couple of years and there were no red flags raised then. This guy is Looney Tunes. Well, is, uh, Obama's in uh, good shape. He doesn't have to see. Yeah, him but I mean, did he not get any 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 clue from this guy of what a what a dotard he is? Well, I, I am just happy to be here with you and all the other good folks uh, on uh, arrest day. And uh, the, the the thing that I really hope that uh, again we go forward is. I want to make it so that instead of uh, Trump always driving the narrative on these things, think forward to the next step is like how we can take his historical actions and say, hey, he's going to do this. How can we turn it against him? Because he's he's going to just do what he does because it's worked for him. Be prepared. Flip it on him. Yep. And this is one way. All right. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, good. Spocko, I thank you for calling. I, I, I got stuff I need to get to. So I'm okay, gonna, thanks so I'm, much. Okay. Happy day. Uh, always good to hear from you, Spocko. Spocko, you know, he wants to get things done. And, and I love that. Um, I do have the indictment here. But I'm not going to read the indictment for you. I will post a link to it on the blog where I post today's show. Of course, it's at NicoleSandler.com slash 4-4-23. But along with the indictment, all 34 charges, there's also what they call statement of facts. Now, this runs 13 pages, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But let me share with you a little bit of it and you get the gist of the case. I'm so sick of hearing the people on Fox talking about how this is no case. They shouldn't have brought this. Now, granted, with all of the many um, investigations and charges that are percolating on Trump, look, I think the floodgates are going to open now that he's been indicted on something. The rest of them are going to follow. We have Georgia on the voting, uh, trying to overturn an election. Um, We have um, the documents at at Mar-a-Lago, and now there is new evidence that after the subpoena was issued, Trump from from Trump's former assistant, they had communicated that he wanted to see what they had. They brought boxes of these documents to him that he went through. He took some out things that he believes I can take what I want. I have the right to take things. No, you don't. Um, and. Uh, and then he sent along what he didn't want back to be returned to the government. It's a it's a it's a cut and dry case. It's clear. So you got Georgia, you got the Mar-a-Lago classified documents, and he got Jack Smith, the special special counsel, on inciting the 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 January sixth insurrection. So. If anyone says, well, they brought a bullshit case, this is the best they could do. No, it's not the best they could do. This is just the first of many. Stand back and watch. Now, as to this case, it's, you know, I get it. It's, oh, he paid off a porn star. But it's more than that. So I'm just going to read to you a little bit of the statement of facts. And again, I'll post both of these documents on the blog uh, on today's, where I post today's show. Introduction. The defendant, Donald J. Trump, repeatedly and fraudulently falsified New York business records to conceal criminal conduct that hid damaging information from the voting public during the 2016 presidential election. From August 2015 to December 2017, this is number two, the defendant orchestrated a scheme with others to influence the 2016 presidential election by identifying and purchasing negative information about him to suppress its publication and benefit the defendant's electoral prospects. This is the whole AMI National Enquirer thing. Um, um, catch and kill. That's what they did with the Karen McDougal story. They did that with a story, and this came out in today's filings, uh, a doorman at Trump Tower who wanted to sell his story. Inquirer bought it and then killed it. That's what this is about. Purchasing negative information about him to suppress its publication and benefit the defendant's electoral prospects. In order to execute the unlawful scheme, the participants violated election laws and made and caused false entries in the business records 
of various entities in New York. The participants also took steps that mischaracterized for tax purposes their true nature of the payments made in furtherance of the scheme. So let me ask you this. You know, if we believe that no one is above the law and that, you know, everyone should be prosecuted when they break the law, what is the problem with going after this guy for this? He, he, he is guilty of, or I'm sorry, I guess in America, you're innocent until proven guilty. He is charged with many, 34 count, 34 felony counts. Here, one could, number three. One component of the scheme was that at the defendant's request, a lawyer who then worked for the Trump organization, a special counsel to defendant, lawyer A, that would be Michael Cohen. Remember, in his case, Trump was individual one. Yeah. Now Michael Cohen is lawyer A. Um, Special counsel to defendant, lawyer A, covertly paid $130,000 to an adult film actress shortly before the election to prevent her from publicizing a sexual encounter with the de- with the defendant. And can I just stop and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, D.A. Bragg, for getting this right. I Can we just be accurate in our descriptions? An affair, an affair suggests an ongoing relationship. An affair is different from a one-night stand or a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, which is apparently what this was, although there wasn't much of a wham or a bam, according to Stormy Daniels, just a little mushroom. So that's not an affair. An affair would be if they kept stooping clandestinely while while uh, malaria was home breastfeeding Baron. Do you think she breast? She gave him, she, of course she gave him formula. Of course she didn't breastfeed him. Um, but that's besides the point. It wasn't an affair. And so when Donald Trump said, I didn't have an affair, he's technically not lying. So media, media, get it straight. The district attorney did. It was a sexual encounter with the defendant. Lawyer A made the $130,000 payment through a shell corporation he set up and funded at a bank in Manhattan. The payment was illegal, and Lawyer A has since pleaded guilty to making an illegal campaign contribution and served time in prison. Further, false entries were made in New York business records to effectuate this payment, separate and apart from the New York business models. Uh Uh-oh, I think Lisa can't get into, into my... My thing. Ah, Zoom link not working. Okay, call then. Call. Hold on. 954-889. Da, 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 da. Okay. She can't, she can't get into uh, the Zoom link. So um, she's, she's, she'll be calling in in a minute because we got it. We got to get Lisa Graves on here. So um, uh, there, and there she is. Awesome. All right. Hold on one second. Uh, Lisa, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, you know, no, no problem. It's nice uh, to be on your show anytime, anyway, Nicole. And it's always great to have you here. And uh, always when I'm rushing, this happens. Okay, so I told you Lisa Graves would be calling in. Um, Lisa, and yes, and I was just talking about, I was reading a little bit of the uh, statement of facts that was released to the, today along with the 34-count felony indictment. Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to look through any of this yet? 
I have. It's uh, fascinating. Um, and uh, yeah, people should definitely read it. It's not that long. No, it really isn't. Uh, the, the, this thing, the statements of facts that I'm reading is 13 pages. And I think the whole indictment is like 13 or 14. So I'm going to post them on my website so people can just read them uh, for themselves. But, you know, I, I, I'm hearing Trump's lawyers go on TV and talking about, um, you know, how this is basically a bullshit case. That's their story. But no, it isn't. I'm reading this. Trump broke the law clearly a number of times. Um, it thumbed his nose at it. And, and you know, that, that's and these are felonies. So he should be charged. Well, that's right. And and this is a case where um, a grand jury, which is a couple dozen uh, people uh, just like you or me or other people who, who are listening, uh, heard uh, probably a mountain of evidence, uh, you know, both documents and testimony under oath, under penalty of perjury. And they found there was sufficient evidence not just to charge Donald Trump with one felony, but with 34 counts of crime. Right. And we know that we, in some ways we knew that was coming, that he was sort of individual one, that he'd been redacted uh, from the Michael Cohen um, uh, indictment and, and plea agreement. So we've known that he's been a criminal in this particular regard for a long time, in my view, in my opinion. Um, but uh, and there are other cases pending, other criminal investigations pending. But now we get to see it in uh, you know black and white in pixels to see the evidence against him. And it, I think it's really compelling um, and, you know, and it also sort of goes through the fact that there were two women um, and the doorman uh, that yes. they were paying off. Right. The doorman uh, from so Trump Tower. And, that, and these yeah. all got caught up in the in the uh, David Pecker National Enquirer catch and kill. So three times this uh, this indictment outlines that they did this. Um, and, and what's it's referred to in the statement of of uh, what is it called? Statement of facts that Trump right. was identifying and purchasing negative information about him to suppress its publication and benefit the defendant's electoral prospects. That's what this is yep. about. Yep, that is, that is. And in fact, you know, that's actually the theme of Trump's political ambitions is this sort of willing to do anything in order to win, whether it's ask for Putin's help uh, to spy on Hillary, whether it's him, uh, you know, trying to urge that she be locked up uh, and then Biden be locked up and then basically anyone who opposes him be locked up. Um, you know, it's him trying to use his fleet of lawyers to up in the actual true results of the 2020 election. This is just another example of his willingness, in my opinion, to do anything for power. The other there's another interesting part of this. One, one of the little lines um, in the indictment is how. At one point, this is so Trump, right, that he was talking about how he just wanted the payments delayed, just to delay, 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 because perhaps uh, if he won, he wouldn't have to pay anything because people wouldn't care um, anymore. And and I guess the other thing I'll just say, and this is um, as a woman, as a partner, you know, as a person, honestly, the idea of a man cheating on his wife, uh, you know, when she's pregnant or has just had a child. Just had a I baby. Think it's so, yeah, it's disgusting. It's so Absolutely so disgusting. Vile. And that's what I was talking yeah. about. When this when this um, incident happened with Stormy Daniels, Barron was, what, four months old? So, yeah. ew, like disgusting. And again, I was talking earlier, you mentioned about uh, the, the hypocrisy is disgusting. Why is it 
okay for for the Trumpers to, I mean, for, for years, we heard every time Donald Trump had a rally, the crowd go wild with the lock her up chance. Like this. Yeah, like this. With the Let's management do it. of the company. You know, when you sell real estate, that's not like going out and selling a stock. Wait, is this one? That takes a long time. It takes, I have, okay. I'm going to have nothing I, to do with it. And I, I can't listen to his voice. I, I have all these, uh, the, there were all these rallies and all these things where people are screaming, lock her up. I have Michael Flynn going, lock her yeah. up. Come on that. But but he actually broke the law and now democracy is ending. We're in a banana republic because the former president has been arrested. He committed a crime. Of course, he should be arrested. I mean, the fact is, is that being former anything uh, doesn't protect you from being prosecuted for the crimes you committed, whether you committed them in office or before office or after office. You don't get to be like some sort of. uh, you don't get some sort of get out of jail free card because you decide to become a politician. That's not actually how the law works. And that's not how our country has worked. And, you know, to those uh, people who are claiming like that this is, you know, so unprecedented and like you said, uh, uh, denigrates our republic, what denigrates our republic is having someone who is so blatantly involved in so many criminal scre- schemes. Uh, so many, so many people are investigating him, not because of the witchcraft. Hunt, but because Donald Trump's track record, this is me speaking personally, mm-hmm. his track record is one of criminality. He is sort of like his own uh, mob boss in his own way, the way he talks to his lawyers, the way he uses his lawyers, the way he's been using his lawyers, you know, for decades now. And, um, you know, this is a guy who actually also uh, re- took out a full page ad to call for the death penalty for these young kids who were actually ultimately wrongly that's right the central park central park right you know this is a guy who doesn't yeah he doesn't he doesn't actually follow any of the norms or any of the rules about um and 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 not that this is makes it justified this is just the law you know working its course where you have someone who has uh you know circumvented the the laws regarding uh, money in elections to try to win that election to try to uh circuitously pay off people uh, who have evidence uh, against you um, and to do so in the way that he did, um, you know, I think that indictment is very compelling. And as I said, that's not like one prosecutor who's been now maligned by Trump and smeared by him. Uh, That's a a set of citizens, uh, 25 people hearing the evidence and saying, you know what, no one is above the law and there is substantial evidence to warrant the prosecution of this man regardless of the office he aspires to, that should be no shield for anyone. Right. But so, Lisa, let me ask you this. The judge did not issue a gag order, did not warn Trump specifically to watch his tone and his mouth and that he's treading on dangerous ground. He sort of said to everybody, watch what you say, but he didn't single out Trump. Meanwhile, Junior... Donnie Jr. and Eric and Marge Q. Green and who knows who all else. Today, we're sharing photos of the judge's daughter. Why? Because she worked on the Biden-Harris campaign. I mean, you know, there's a there's a whole long list of kids who actually rebelled against their parents. You know, so who knows uh, what that what that says about the judge's actual uh, beliefs. The fact is, is that um, kids have their own are allowed to have their own uh, voting, uh, yes. you know, position. But the fact that they're trying to 
um, trying to smear this judge is really um, extraordinary. It just shows how low they'll think, not that we should be surprised. This is the, the type of junk that Don Jr., or I call him Donger or Danger, you know, really <laughs> yes, got it. traffics in. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and MJ, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is someone who, you know, basically uh, routinely says things that are just repulsive and wrong and absurd. Um, so it's not a surprise. But in terms of what the court said, I think the court is trying to operate the way courts do, which is there are rules um, that apply to people who are involved in litigation, in criminal litigation or civil litigation. There are rules that apply to the lawyers in those cases. There are rules that apply um, you know, to, the, to the things that a client might say or might say at the client's direction about the court. Um, and I expect that ultimately there will be um, some sort of order about, uh, about what's happening because I do think that it's not just distributing uh, the, the identity of the child of the judge. Um, we've seen that some of these um, unhinged uh, Trump fanatics can engage in stochastic terrorism. Oh, yeah. Can be, you know, sort of goaded into uh, taking matters into their own hand. And I think we saw an example of sort of mass stochastic terrorism on January 6th when people were goaded, goaded and incited by Trump to invade the Capitol to uh, to launch that violent, bloody insurrection that resulted in the loss of life. And so uh, Trump is playing with fire and his his son and his apologists are playing with fire. Yep. And uh, that that's what they do. And people, real people have had their lives ruined or lost right. because of Trump fanaticism and the fanaticism of his uh, his closest followers, his got, closest and, cult members. Right. And now they're, you know, they're doing this as much as they they're going after the judge now. And by everything I hear, he's a very fair judge. Um, Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan D.A., they are going after bigly, um, you know, and the and the smear that he, uh, uh, he's a George Soros candidate. First of all, if George Soros gave him money, so what? Is he not allowed to? It's OK when the Koch brothers or Leonard Leo or Americans for Prosperity or uh, Uline or any one of a number of right wing Sheldon Adelson and his family. They have all kinds of billionaires buying their candidates. I'm not saying George Soros did, but they invoke his name like he's some evil Jew. He's an evil Jew. Is that what it's about, that he's Jewish? I mean, Sheldon Adelson was Jewish. Should they not have gone after him for giving Trump money? Well, I mean, I think you, there's so many sort of dog whistles uh, going on with this far right. And this horrible. Uh, effort to, you know, attack the prosecutor as well is um, is is part of that. And quite frankly, um, you know, what what was happening was that uh, uh, Color of Change, which is a, a progressive group that I've mm -hmm. worked with um, on our ALEC work to expose the role of the right wing and pushing these extremist, um, you know, measures to get away with murder, to expand access to, you know, rapid firing weapons, weapons, etc. Color of Change. Um, you know, endorse this uh, this DA, which is the right of color of change to yep. do. Color of change yep. is uh, really um, done a tremendous a tremendous amount of work to really highlight um, and respond to some of the um, you know sort of shocking racism and racist um, effects yep. of some of these policies. Absolutely. And so to try to then use that to smear the uh, to smear this 
this attorney um, and, and to do it, like you said, in this way that, that also hearkens uh, to um, the sort of anti-Semitism note that we've seen uh, in these Soros attacks before. Um, you know, it's just, it's just the lowest of the low. And quite frankly, um, this is a case, again, that is based on the evidence. The evidence shows, as, as recited in that indictment, that there's substantial evidence that Trump committed multiple crimes, multiple felonies, that a jury of his peers, in essence, a jury of fellow, I guess, you know, the former New Yorker, New Yorkers, <laughs> yep. found that there was substantial evidence. Listen to, you know, scores of hours of testimony poured over scores of papers that showed what was happening. And they indicted this man. And and Trump and his um, his cult members and cult leaders like his son and M- MGT are people who will who will you know, there's no bottom for them in the types of attacks and smears that they will try to level at anyone who dares to hold uh, this man Trump accountable. What's astonishing to me, Nicole, is that anyone would, you know, put their reputation on the line for him, that anyone would follow him off the cliff. You know, I, I don't know of any precedent in our at least modern American history where people were so willing to ignore the criminal acts of a right. politician, so willing to apologize for them and actually attack other people for trying to hold him to the rule of law. All the while, he claims to support the rule of law. He claimed to appoint rule of law judges, judges to the Supreme Court, to our U.S. Supreme Court, but he chose right-wing operatives who right. immediately destroyed our rights, the right of Roe versus Wade, access to abortion, uh, have destroyed other core precedents. And so, you know, just lie after lie after lie, you know, and I'm just astonished in my, as a person, not as a leader of a, yes. of a nonprofit, like I am just astonished that America in 2023 has such a, um, a, a, a hardened set of cult worshipers of this man who is so unfit for public office, for any position of public trust at any level of government, in my personal opinion. It is astounding, right, that, that I mean, the entire party, with the exception of Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, who both lost their jobs, are standing by this man, even after all the revelations from the Dominion filings in their lawsuit against Fox, where we learned the, they knew that everything was a lie. They have proof that it's a lie, and this network's still covered up for him. He's still doing the same shit. Obviously... The members of the Republican caucus of both houses of Congress have seen this because they watch that. Well, I guess they wouldn't see it if they watch Fox to get their so-called news because they're not reporting on it. But there should be a law against an organization calling themselves news making shit up. But that's another story for another day. It's astounding that they're still standing by him. And there's Lindsey Graham, of course, getting drunk and going on TV and almost crying. They're doing this to Donald Trump. It's going to be horrible. Oh, my God. What happened to these people? I, I just I just don't know. It, it is it is um, it is sort of a mania, um, a hysteria on this far right. And um, they do live in this bubble um, that is, you know, basically populated by the lies that Fox noise tells the populated by the lies of not news max. Yep. Um, and. Uh, OAN um, and some of these radio talk show hosts on the right who just traffic in just the most outrageous and outlandish attacks on our democracy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, I I take comfort in the fact that, 
you know, most people in America see through this. You know, substantial majority of Democrats understand that the rule of law has to mean something and you have to be able to prosecute people who commit crimes like these and the other crimes that I, I, I you know, think there's substantial evidence of Trump's criminality. Um, a substantial portion of independents in this country also agree, a majority. Um, the people who don't agree are the people who are drinking the Trump Kool-Aid and have basically strayed so far from the rule of law and actually even the just the basic tenets of our constitution that I don't I don't think that they have any allegiance to our real system of government. They have allegiance to a person, which in which is antithetical yep. to the founding of this nation. As you know, people who uh, who you know believe in the, the the heroism of George Washington, our first president, that he would you know insist that this nation is a nation of law and not men. That he would step down rather than stay in office, yep. you know, for longer. They entreated him to stay for longer, but he he knew that our democracy was precious and fragile, and that he would have to step down and let there be a peaceful transition of government, which he did. You can read it in his farewell address. It's recited every um, President's Day on the United States Senate. Um, I, Abraham Lincoln, the founder of the Republican Party, I I can only envision if if you know if people could roll over in their grave that <laughs> that Lincoln would just be astonished and appalled that the party that he helped found has fallen so far into what is what can only be described as you know fascism as you know real autocracy a real authoritarian rule and you know i think that uh the one thing i would say about some of the corporate media or mainstream media covering of trump is i don't think he's running for president at all i think he's running for emperor (laughs) yeah Um, well yes dictator he wants to be victor orban or Vladimir Putin. He wants that's that's the road he's on. Did you hear what he said? I didn't listen to the interview with Sean Hannity, but he said he believes that um, Putin's Russia will eventually take over all of Ukraine, and that's fine with him. I mean, he 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 is he is someone who I think has betrayed America over and over again. I, he certainly, in my personal view, has betrayed his oath of office. Mm-hmm. That oath to. Oh, no, we lost Lisa. She ah! got cut off. And the thing is, I have I do have another like burning question to ask her because Lisa. Um, oh, there it goes. Good. Um, hold on. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to answer on here. Lisa. We, oh, thank you for calling back. I lost you there. I know. I know. I was just uh, I was just waxing. Uh, yeah. Uh, rhetorically on the Constitution that I just I don't think he's ever even read it. No, I don't, I, I don't I, think I would, he has either. I, I, I would be astonished if there was any evidence that Donald Trump read the Constitution that he vowed to uphold cover to cover. I doubt it. Um, he doesn't seem to know the first thing about it, Nothing. to honor any component of it. And, and this, this love affair with Putin and other dictators is so antithetical to what America aspires to be and stands for in the words of our Constitution. It's just it's repulsive and appalling and vile, but I'm glad that there is some justice moving forward, that there has now been uh, a brave, in essence, grand jury and uh, prosecutor willing to proceed to prosecute a criminal, in my yep. view, in my opinion, for the crimes he's committed. The evidence shows that he has been, um, you know, a, a, a frequent flyer, in essence, in terms of 
uh, criminal activity. And I hope he's held to account. I hope he's ultimately convicted. That's my personal you, personal hope. You and me both. Um, I got a couple more quick questions for you. Um, one, we'll come back to this in a second, because I want to ask if you think this will maybe light a fire under Fannie Willis and Jack Smith and whoever is overseeing um the documents case and I isn't there like a special master or did they do away with I don't even know but there's all these other cases that are percolating and I might say that are probably more serious crimes than what was committed in these 34 felony charges but before we lose progressive voices Lisa Graves you are in Wisconsin you live in Wisconsin today is election day and it's a really important runoff for the Supreme Court, will you tell everyone why this election is so important and tell your fellow Wisconsinites <laughs> to vote? Well, yeah, definitely uh, anyone who's eligible to vote in Wisconsin should vote today. The polls are still open. Uh, the Supreme Court is at stake. Um, and uh, we have a, a situation where a, a, a bar on abortion dating back to 1849 before women had any rights to vote. I don't even think we could hold property or uh, even being a jury, uh, testify before court, uh, a, a ban on abortion that was enacted in 1849 could go into effect. But also, it's a question of whether you will have people of integrity, this is my personal view, on the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court as it faces the next round of challenges in the 2024 election about whether um, the will of the people will be displaced by right-wing operatives trying to nullify elections. Um, or whether the rule of law will be followed. So in my view, the rule of law um, is at stake. That's my personal opinion. Yes. And so, yes. And I, I said that just so you know, before you came on, I was I explained that you were coming and is some of your background. And I said, when you come on, you always speak as as a private you know, person, not as the director of your organization, because you're giving your personal views and you make it. And I'm glad I know you have to do that. I'm glad you do. So I, I wanted to clarify that as well. Um, I appreciate it. So funny, because when I write uh, in my for my work, I never like I rarely say I think, you know, because I but, you know, in this setting, I, I, I have to say it's my opinion, but I, I feel strongly about my opinion. Yes. So, uh, you know. Lisa, you still there? Yep, I'm oh, okay. I'm yep. uh, sorry, uh, David walked in and he's saying, tell her I say hi. You know what? I'm doing a radio show. It's not about saying that you say hi. And so you came in, you interrupted me. I lost my train of thought and interrupted Lisa. Oh, now he's going to pick up the microphone. Hi, Lisa. I'll say it myself. <laughs> Hi, David. As a family affair, it's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's always good to hear your voice and, uh, Nicole's, and I really appreciate the, the work that she does to get the truth out to people across the oh, country. Thank you so much. Let me ask you one other question that I have. The next hearing that the judge set in this case from today is not until December. One, is that normal? And two, the other thing that I started asking you is, do you think this will light a fire under the others uh, to, to get rolling on these indictments already? Well, I, I think that's not that's not unusual. Um, the criminal docket and civil dockets are pretty full in general um, all the time. And so that's not an unusual period of time, oh, although okay. a defendant could assert, you know, sort of make, although I, I guess it would depend on the particulars in this instance, a sort of speedy trial act. And a, a, a defendant can try to push a case forward faster under the speedy trial provisions of the Constitution. Um, but 
you know, it seems to me that what we've seen is Trump trying to milk this thing, mm-hmm. uh, T-shirts, you know, other paraphernalia to try to, you know, continue to use his followers as an ATM yep. uh, for his political ambitions. So I don't think that they're going to be pushing to move it, no. uh, move it forward more quickly. Gotcha. Um, all right. I guess we just have to wait for it to play out. Uh, this was, and again, for those saying this is the, you know, the thing that, um, whatever that, uh, uh, um, that the, the, the feds wouldn't even bring this case. And now they're, they're spinning it. And and I I was going to say, can I, can I have one last word on that? Which is to say, um, you know, Al Capone, the gangster of, of, you know, Chicago, who Mm -hmm. had such a notorious career as a gangster, you know, as everyone knows, who has, you know, <laughs> watched the movies or read the book, he, his, his uh, um, reign was ended due to tax evasion charges, not for all the people. That's killed, right. Not for what people might call the more serious charges, but for these violations. And so, um, you know, uh, this, I mean, what, th- this is a person, this Trump, who has claimed that he's, you know, um, you know, beloved by the police, that he's going to follow the rule of law. Meanwhile, um, his followers are trying to dismantle the FBI, trying yeah, to dismantle right. the Department of Justice, trying to dismantle anyone who would hold him accountable. So I just think, you know, the fact that there are prosecutors, fair-minded prosecutors, fair-minded jurors who um, look at the evidence and follow it where it leads, I'm very hopeful about that in New York, in Georgia, in D.C., uh, with these other proceedings. I'm hopeful that Donald Trump will be held, held to account for any and all crimes that he has committed. Please, uh, because, you know, if it is true that no person is above the law, then let him be held accountable because God knows he's broken it. He's thumbed his nose at it and he's laughed all the way to the bank while these lemmings who support him keep giving him money. So enough. Let's say enough at this point. Yeah, well, <laughs> today, today, I know some people, this is a, uh, somehow a hard day. This is a day in which finally we're seeing some components of justice of accountability for this this man and i i hope it proceeds and i hope that he in my as i said in my personal capacity i hope he's convicted i hope he's sentenced i hope he goes to jail you and me both uh and you know i'm lisa graves uh, you're the best thank you so much for jumping on i know we did this at the last minute and i really really appreciate it because i can't think of anyone else's input i'd rather have today than yours so thank you for, oh, for being here to be on. thank you so much nicole have okay. a nice have a nice rest of your day Thanks. you too and please email me your address i have something to send you <laughs> Will do. Will do. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Lisa Graves, everybody. Uh, find her. Go read her site, truenorthresearch.org. She's doing amazing work over there, too. Um. So, yeah. Uh, no, nobody died and appointed Trump God, as Diane just wrote in the chat room. And that's the thing. You know, his his viewpoint is, I am... Lord and King, apparently somebody, Marge Q today compared him to Jesus Christ being a martyr and getting arrested. It's like, stop it already. He's a flawed, horribly flawed man in so many ways. The hero worship is undeserved. He is a grifter. He's a scam artist. He's a con man. And everybody who's still supporting him, you people are the dumbest of the dumb because you've been taken by a con expert. Unbelievable. Stop it. Get a life.
Listen to real news. Turn off Fox. Turn off OAN. Turn off Newsmax. Read a goddamn newspaper. And stop calling everything fake just because it disagrees with you. So Donald Trump says uh, anybody who agrees with him is right. But if but if you disagree with him, then you're an enemy of the state. You're an you hate America. No, we just hate you, you orange piece of shit. All right. That's enough. Uh, Trump was arraigned today. He's officially been arrested. He is now under indictment. He's on his way to a criminal trial. Uh, charged with 34 felony counts. And this is just the beginning. I saw some idiot on Twitter said something like, oh, this is the best they could, this is all they could come up with after all these years and all these supposed crimes. This is the best, this is all they could come up with. And I wrote back, no, it's not all they could come up with. It's just the first of many. Sit down, shut up and watch and learn. With that, we're done. Um, yeah. So I, 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 what are we doing tomorrow? I don't even know what we're doing tomorrow. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, Thursday, you know, Howie Klein is here on Thursday. And you may have heard this week that um, Seymour Stein died. I think it was yesterday. It may have been Sunday, but I think it was yesterday. Seymour Stein ran Sire Records. He's responsible for the Ramones to the Talking Heads, the Pretenders, and on and on and on and on. And Howie Klein worked for Seymour Stein before he went to Reprise, where he became president of Reprise Records. So I think on Thursday, we'll, we'll do our obligatory political talk, but probably not much, because I'm really going to ask Howie to tell us about Seymour Stein, because he was a visionary. He was um, loved by his artists and and most people who worked with him. Uh, I never got to meet him, but um, I think we need to hear his story. So uh, Howie will be here on Thursday. Um, Tomorrow, maybe I'll tell you what I did on Sunday because it's interesting and I I don't have enough time for it now. So remind me tomorrow if I, if I seem lost and don't have anything to talk about, I, I had a, a fascinating, um, um, not meeting, get together with somebody I hadn't seen in uh, 45 years. Yeah. So I'll tell you tomorrow. Tune in. Tune in tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, as the soap opera continues. All right. It's the 60th anniversary of General Hospital, everybody. I got to go watch the nurses ball. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll leave you with the news. Bye. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Welcome to History in the Making. It's Arraignment Day. Donald Trump will become the first former president in American history to face criminal charges. He's being arraigned today after being indicted last week by a grand jury in Manhattan. So here's how the day is scheduled to unfold. Trump should arrive at the courthouse around 11 a.m. Eastern, where he'll be booked. I hit the wrong button. God, I hate that. You know what? This is all outdated anyway. I'm going to forward past the stuff on the uh, arraignment because that already happened. All right. The Let's first try time. Here. We do know that the arraignment will not be televised. 
Pool photographers will be allowed to take some still pictures before the arraignment begins, but live cameras will not be allowed. The ruling coming from the judge who said never in the history of the United States has a sitting or past president been indicted on criminal charges. Mr. Trump's arraignment has generated unparalleled public interest and media attention. You think? In other news, this is the weird story of the day. Roy McGrath, who once served as the chief of staff to former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, died Monday during a confrontation with police after a three-week manhunt. McGrath had been on the run after he failed to show up for a trial on March 13th on fraud and embezzlement charges. Wow. So we're learning more about the shooting in Nashville at the Covenant School last week. The murderer, we've now learned, planned the attack for months and fired a total of 152 rounds and killed six people, three adults and three nine-year-old children, before police stormed the school and fatally shot the 28-year-old killer. Police later found journals and other writings the killer left behind that indicated they were acting alone. On Monday, thousands of students marched on the state capitol in Nashville, demanding action to curb gun violence. The Republican governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee, said he supported reviewing Tennessee's gun laws. We'll see what that means. Meanwhile, Tennessee isn't the only place with students walking out and protesting. In fact, this is a whole week of action put together by Students Demand Action and Moms Demand Action. Students are walking out of more than 50 schools across the country this week. North Carolina, Nebraska, South Carolina, Texas, and Florida are among the many states where these rallies are being held. Here in Florida, where What's News originates, the governor on Monday signed a bill allowing Floridians to carry concealed weapons without a permit. Unlike many of his high-profile bill signings, this one was not done at a big public ceremony. He did it privately in his office, surrounded by gun lobbyists. And tomorrow, we'll see Florida students walk out and protest as well. But there was another protest in Florida on Monday as the Florida Senate approved a ban on abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, though they cleared the gallery before they took the final vote. What are they afraid of? Hmm? The bill still has to pass the Florida House before going to Governor DeSantis for his signature. Well, 11 protesters who were sitting on the sidewalk outside of City Hall in Tallahassee, including Florida Democratic Party Chair Nikki Freed and State Senator Lauren Book, were handcuffed and arrested on Monday night by Tallahassee police. Freed and Book and the other protesters were charged with misdemeanor trespassing and released on their own recognizance. They were let out of jail at about midnight. So if Florida's not crazy enough for you, check out Missouri, where Republicans have put forth a proposal to defund all of Missouri's public libraries. The proposal is now moving to the state Senate. Just incredible. And from the who could have possibly seen this one coming files? Starbucks has fired an employee who led the campaign to unionize a store in Chictawaga, New York, according to the Buffalo News. The longtime shift operator, Lexi Rizzo, was fired by the company two days after former CEO Howard Schultz faced tough questioning by Bernie Sanders and the Senate Help Committee about alleged labor law abuses by the coffee chain. The company said Rizzo was fired because she was late too often. The union, Starbucks Workers United, called the move 
payback. Richard Bensinger, a longtime union leader who served as an advisor to the Starbucks union, said firing her two days after Schultz was grilled at the hearing about his illegal activity is pretty unbelievable. Well, that's one word for it. And that's just a bit of what's news for now on Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.